Welcome to episode 16 of the Chipster Life podcast series. Um, recording from my living room as always. Um, this episode was really special because we it was in the it was earlier in the day before we did a benefit concert for Social Justice Collaborative. SJC is a nonprofit that does um, deportation defense, and in particular, the monies we were raising um, last Sunday were for the legal representation of unaccompanied minors. And Chicano Batman headlined the show for us, and it was just a really amazing time. I've gotten to know them pretty well over the last year, and it's I just I love seeing them perform, and I love talking to them, and it was a really special conversation. Um, the other piece of it that was really important for us is so the first half hour was me and them just kind of chit-chatting and reconnecting and talking about what's going on with Chicano Batman. Um, they're talking about 2015 as being the year of Chicano Batman, so look forward to some really exciting announcements. Anyway, so the last half hour, we did it in Spanish with some of the unaccompanied minors that uh, SJC has been supporting. And it was just a really sort of emotive, um, just a really lovely connection. And Gabriel, the drummer, talked about his sort of immigrant narrative. We all just sort of related our concern and, and our, our love for these youth and what we're trying to do for them. Uh, some of the things we talked about are, uh, Carlos and I talked about uh, our affliction with bitchy resting face. Uh, apparently, Carlos was also Professor X for Halloween. You know, the one thing I forgot to do is I forgot to have the the fellas introduce themselves. So, um, yeah, it might be a little confusing during the podcast because you're not entirely sure who was talking because I forgot to just tell them to say their names. But it'll be fine. Uh, apparently, Bardo has no armpit hair, and he was very enthusiastic about showing me that particular feature of his body. And we talked a lot about facial hair, along with other things. And probably the funniest thing was Bardo talking about uh, burpees and machetes and making tacos. I, you know, I love Bardo to death, but uh, you know he's the elusive uh, lyricist, and so I only really understand half of the things he says. So that's hilarious. All right, I really hope you enjoy the podcast. It was probably the most. This is probably the most significant thing I've done uh, through the website. You know, putting together the benefit concert and just having that chit chat with them. And I look forward to uh, spending more time with them and getting to know them, getting to know them in the coming year. Uh, it's an exciting time for both of us. The other thing uh, I really want you to keep in mind is that um, so we rolled out a new feature for the website. We're doing a lot more e-commerce. Um, I've been working with a lot of socially conscious artists, uh, both in Los Angeles and in Guatemala, and artisans, artists, and artisans. And so um, a lot of the products that you see on the website are, you know, just the fucking it's cool shit. And so there's going to be a code. There's going to be a specific code that um, you can use to get free shipping. And half of the proceeds will go to Social Justice Collaborative, so half of the profit from the sales. Uh, you know, I really care about the organization. I'm on the board of directors. And I myself have done a lot of uh, expert witness work for uh, some of the miners and folks coming from Guatemala. So it's an organization that's very close to my heart, and I want to do everything I can to support them. So please check out the products. You're supporting, um, you know, locally grown, or you're supporting local artists. You're supporting a Guatemala Women's Cooperative. And so it's just the right thing to do. Holidays are coming around the corner. People like cool stuff that they can't find anywhere else. And my website definitely features those things. So buy stuff and support SJC. All right. Have a great day. Bye. Looks like trying to rose. So, so Chicano Batman, tell me, tell me about your music. Charlie Bros. Chicano, Chicano Rose. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, actually, can you, can both of you just slide a seat over? Just like. And then, taking the time to process Carlos over process. here. He's uh, processing. He's processing. Still thinking about it. Still thinking about. It's just gonna be tricky with the microphone. Little by little. Yeah. How about I sit over there? Yeah. Try to faster. Do it. All right. Give it that. What? Carlos. Thank you. I remember last time Carlos like took over my interview, so I don't know if I want him next to me. Yeah. <laughs> All right, fellas, we're in Oakland, California. Woo! Yeah. So we're in the offices Bye. of uh, Social Justice Collaborative. What's going on tonight, fellas? Who can tell me what's happening? Who's excited? About we're it? playing at the New Parish. Yeah. That's Four. right. We're playing at New Parish. You know, Social Justice Collaborative. We're collaborating with some social justice, trying to get some social justice in our social justice. Nice. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So we're doing a benefit concert tonight for unaccompanied minors, so the legal defense of unaccompanied minors. Yes, correct? Awesome. that is true. How do we feel about that? What, what excites you about this show tonight, guys? Man, I got a lot of peeps in the Bay. You know what I'm saying? A lot of family, a lot of dope heads coming through. So 
excited about that. It's a lot of fun to come out here. We've we always got a lot of love out here in the Bay, and it's really special to be able to play in with the lineup we have. So, you know, com our musical community coming out, and also it's for a good cause, so it makes it even better. Yeah. Yeah, we haven't quite done a, a benefit show in a very long time. <clears throat> so long overdue. Yeah, long overdue. It's a good breath. Yeah. And I, I think... Um, this will come up during the show, but I think um, it's important to really just sort of appreciate that. Like the miners that we're working with are, are folks that are literally fleeing imminent death, right? For a lot of them. Like, and, I've, and I've been reading the case files and I do expert witness for some of these cases. And, you know, some of them are like, my uncle or brother was killed by the police with the narcos. Like, if I don't look, if I go back, I will be killed. Right? And my job is to say, yes, as an expert on Guatemala, this is true. They will likely be killed. Right, so we're we're here together to try to support that, to support their legal defense. And the other piece that I, I tell people that, and it's people that tend to not know this, is you know in a criminal proceeding, if you're in jail for some reason, you have a right to a public defender. For deportation proceedings, you don't. So a lot of these minors are, are up there talking to a judge without any idea of what's going on. Some of which don't even speak Spanish, right? They speak indigenous languages in Guatemala, or you know. So it's it's a really intense context, and so it's important that they get that representation. That's super intense. Yeah, so we're hoping a lot of people come out. We raise a lot of funds for the cause. Yeah. Help these people. Remember, we were talking about that on the road. Remember? We were, like, actually on our way to uh, D.C. From, mm, yeah. uh, from New York. That was the first time I actually was marinating on the whole subject. You know, Carlos, you know, he watches the news, so and he let me know, like, damn, that's what's going on. You know, the detention centers. You know, we live in uh, Orange County. I live in La Mirada. Oh, right, yeah. I live next to Orange County. So... Um, it's just a trip, you know, uh, I think Murrieta, you know, they were like basically a bunch of like, uh, you know, anti-migrant folks were just like posted oh, yeah, up with signs and shit yeah, yeah, yeah. trying to stop the bus. Yeah, right. You know what I'm saying? We were talking about that vibing to me. It's just like, just inflames me. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. let's just do some burpees, bro. And just take them shitties. <laughs> like straight. What are you saying? Straight, like, oh, let's do burpees before we grab our machetes. Oh, yeah. yeah head yeah. out there. And you know, just chop up some so fucking. Warm it up, warm it up, chop it up. Yeah, warm up and chop it up, make some tacos. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Does anyone want to demonstrate a burpee? Just so we're clear about what's going on. I'm down, but are we recording it? Not yet. Huh? She's filming something. I don't know what she's doing. They cut from that scene. Not the whole, not the whole context. Yeah. I'll do whatever, bro. Kick flip. But yeah, we've been, we've been, um, you know, I've been paying attention to the news. I mean, my dad's from Salvador. Right. My girlfriend's. From her family's from El Salvador, so um, when it came on the radar, which was around July, and when it really started popping, that's when it started hearing about how many people were coming through and how they were being overflowing. You know, they they didn't have the the right resources to take care of you know these these children, and you know, reading up on how like churches were getting involved to try to mm -hmm. help the overflow, and, and it's just um, it's just a messed up situation, and you know, hopefully. Uh, the Obama administration can do something that helps these and realizes it's a you know a human rights issue, not a migration or not a you know a, a, a illegal immigration as they right. call it. You know, yeah. yeah, we've been keeping track on it. So yeah. we made a, a video, Open uh, Navigante for the Endalon. Yeah, yeah, let's talk about that. What, what was up with that? I'm really excited about that. That's cool. So we have a friend. Her name is um, and Endalon is the National mm -hmm. Day Labor Organizing Network. Yes, for folks that don't know. We have a friend, uh, Cindy Zavala. She's from uh, our con a contact we have in Washington D.C. and she approached us about uh, you know doing a, using that track for the cause and you know it just worked out. It fit what the song a lot of what the subject matter was about on the song. I would say. So are you gonna play that? Are you gonna play all of them like Navigante the tonight? We will play that tonight. Okay, yes. cool. So that, so <laughs> yeah, we should probably explain like the political context or how it's been used politically too. Just to so be you, aware. Hobe Navegante is just about, you know, just an individual's uh, inner feeling to move from one place to another just to explore. And as U.S. citizens, we have the, uh, you know, I have, I've been to Brazil, I've been to, to Japan, I've been all over the place, you know. I've had the, the uh, you know, just been in the right place. I was born in the right place at the right time, right. you know what I'm saying? And then just, you know, the fact that uh, everybody has that right, though. Everybody should be able to travel as their ancestor did, ancestors did, you know. Well, so, and it speaks to, like, how arbitrary it is, too. Like, my dad just happened across the border and ended up in L.A. Like, you know, I could have just been born in Mexico just like him, too. Like, right. It's not. Exactly. exactly. It's super arbitrary. Yeah. Uh, what about you, Gabriel? What's, what's up? What's happening? On? Oh, man. Excited. How about tonight? Yeah. Uh, really happy to be uh, in the Bay. 
It's really nice. I I love the bay. We were like sighting like the scene by the sea is beautiful. Yeah, it's gorgeous. Yeah. yeah, and the weather is nice too. Yeah, it's really. We got lucky. It wasn't an overcast today, right? No. It's a beautiful day. Yeah, beautiful day. pretty beautiful. Driving up from Santa Cruz too. It's real nice. So what uh what's been happening for you all, man? Like you guys have been busy. We have. I think we're setting ourselves up for 2015. 2015 is going to be the year. It's going to be the year. The year of Chicano Batman? <coughs> yes, sir. <coughs> I think it's in like some sort of like Chinese calendar. It is, for sure. It's the year of the Chicano Batman. <laughs> <laughs> we're doing, um, we're wrapping up uh, some musical scores we're recording for a documentary about Latinos in Vietnam War. Mm. And that's, that's for PBS? PBS. That's going to be due out next fall. Um, we're setting up some uh, some shows out in New York and the DC and Philly with Las Cafeteras. Mm. Oh, you're, you're going with them. We're going to be doing a showcase out in New York called uh, at an APAP conference. There's a lot of bookers from all over the world go there. Oh, shit. <coughs> so we're going to be doing, doing that. We're looking to record uh, some of another 45, uh, some new material in February. Oh, shit. Nice. We were going to do it with um, Ike Owens, but he just passed away not too long ago. Oh, He's uh, the keyboard player for Jack Whitespan and, and Morris Volta. He passed away from a heart attack, so in honor of him, I think we still, because he set it up, he's like, I want to produce you guys, I'll fly down there and, and record you guys, and so we're, we kept a date, so we're probably just going to look for somebody else, I think mm. I think would still want us to do that, you know, um, so we got to move forward with that, mm. and uh, maybe we'll go to Russia next year. What? And then right all up. kinds Shut of up. crazy. Shut up. Yeah. How, about, how about Minneapolis? I'd rather go to Minneapolis. <laughs> it's too cold. That's that, we'll go, you go in the spring. That's something. Well, you know what Russia's not cold. I'd rather do Midwest, bro. Huh? I'd rather do Midwest. Fly into Chicago. Go to Kalamazoo. I could set you guys up in yeah. Minneapolis. Homie right there is from Minneapolis. Already? We'd love there to have you go. guys up there. Well, you know, we finally, yesterday, yeah. just I was talking to a, a guy that came to the, the sh uh, show, and he was from uh, Minnesota, and he said, when are you guys going to come out here? And I was like, well, you know, it's really difficult to come out there with the way the tours work out. And it would have to be like a satellite gig. We'd have to fly yeah, in. Yeah, the anchor in Chicago. And then yeah. Exactly. We would need an anchor show. And, you know, so far we haven't been hit up by a university or like the city of Chicago, which usually has the budgets and the means to fly us out and, you know, pay for us to come out there. And it just so happened that he knows the, the entertainment director of the city of Chicago, who happens to be a Latino. And so hopefully we can make that network pan out so that we can fly out there and maybe go to... Twin Cities and you know that'd be sweet yeah let me know I'll find yeah. out for that yeah we would love to do it we, it's, it's been a long time in the making and we need to make it happen so hopefully this year and next year excuse me you know having lived there for two years there's a lot of rasa that I think oh, love yeah. to hear your sound and my friend Miguel plays you guys all the time so people are aware of Chicano Batman we get hit up a lot on Facebook messages. When are you coming to Chicago? When are you coming to Chicago? When when's the Chicago tour date coming? So yeah, I mean that's the other natural audience because there's so many Mexicans in Chicago. Yeah. Mm -hmm. My dad, my dad would always say that when he crossed the border into Texas, basically it was a coin flip between going to Chicago or LA because it was equidistant. Yeah. Uh -huh. you know, again, arbitrarily, right? Like I could have just ended up in Chicago too. Yeah, but no fault of my own. Yeah. What else is going on, fellas? I don't know, you got some pretty rad shoes. Uh, thanks, yeah. Going on I got them in Oakland. Yeah, they're, uh, they're cloud. They're cloud-based. Like everything else here. They're chipster. They're chipster, yeah. I'm chipster life. Thanks, thanks, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> got you there. You did. It's always fucking with me, man. <laughs> hey, bro. What's going on with chipster life? How's What's going on with chipster life? How are things going on with <laughs> yeah. chipster life? He keeps doing this again. He's taking over an interview. So, uh, you know, it's the oh, well, house. Thank you, thank you, Eduardo. Well, I, I, um, I decided that in order to make it profitable, I have to sell shit. So I bought a bunch of stuff from like different artisans that I know in LA and I'm trying to sell it so I can start paying writers oh. and just really like try to flush it out and make it something useful. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I learned that freelance writers make like 200 bucks per article. I'm like, fuck that. I want to pay them like 500 bucks because it's like months of work that they do like mm -hmm. writing these things out. Mm -hmm. So that's what I'm trying to do right now with it. Hey man, I'll, be, I'll write for you, bro. You will? Yeah. Yeah, dog. I, I would love that. That'd be awesome. What would you write about? It has to be coherent thing. though. It has to make sense. I mean, I wrote a fucking thesis. No, no, Andres Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I know how to fucking write. <laughs> I believe it, yeah. dog. <laughs> Bardo isn't just a pretty face. He's a, he has a mind, too. I have a mind. He can I fucking write. He can fucking write. He's fucking eloquent. Exactly. I did a thesis. I'm fucking eloquent. I'm a fucking eloquent. I think he just threw down right now. So elitist. 
So <laughs> elitist. We just came down. So elitist. Oh my I'm god. Saying, man, just putting it out there, bro. <laughs> Trying to progress too. I would love to have your writing, man. That'd be fun. That'd be fun. I've I've really enjoyed working with the writers and like helping them like craft their messages and like editing and stuff. Should have them draw for you too. Yeah. Well, we we could we do like a drawing and then Carlos can draw too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I a little bit, yeah. So we're gonna have like an art corner to my website. Check out on Batman Art Corner. That'd be nice. With Carlos and. And Bardo. They'll just be drawing each other. See who goes. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they do. We'll be battling each other. That's how they connect. <laughs> He's a good I got a picture of you. Uh-huh. I drew this fool to the T, though. Bardo he drew me a fucking yeah. character, and you know how I responded? With like a straight up beautiful sketch of his face, exactly <laughs> how he looks. It's funny. He made this poster, and it's, really, it's a really dope poster. He drew all of our faces, and. Uh, uh, we were he was promoting the poster at uh, the show in Fresno and he's like hey guys want to throw it out there that I have this poster you know we, I made this poster you know for sale take us home with you and then some guy was like yeah I want to see your face every day yeah <laughs> you're like like, like sarcastically you're saying like that literally on stage selling this poster he bought yeah. the poster oh, I mean, bought otherwise it wouldn't sell yeah, like yeah. it wouldn't sell I yeah, tried right. doing it you got to push it. it it's very different it's very you know abstract if you see it you don't understand yeah you know what I mean yeah um, that's all I got to say it's like so it's, it's like most people won't necessarily, I don't know, delve in, understand it right away. You know what I mean? So I have to try to sell it like, okay, it's just our faces. Like, hey, make fun of our faces. See me every day. Yeah. <laughs> wake up to me. Like compare, you know, faces and, you know, clown all you want. You know what I mean? Like fucking throw darts at us. Yeah. Or just <laughs> put it in the bathroom and just Whatever, take right? care of your necessities to it. Be, or, be inspired. It, let your bowels be inspired by Bardo's paintings. It's a really dope poster. <laughs> it's and it, it's a collaboration with our our friend Matisse, who who did the type uh, typography for the Matisse, album for the, for the newest al- uh, album. So it's really cool. I just thought it was comical the way that guy <laughs> he, his response to his to his spiel. He took home the poster. <laughs> I know he took it home. I just thought it was funny. We gotta we gotta come up with some hijinks for tonight. We gotta do something silly just to keep it entertaining for what for the show. Oh. Some hygiene jokes? Hijinks. Some sort of oh, hustle, hygiene. I don't know. <laughs> like am I not just, am I not, make, am I not making <laughs> sense? Are you guys can't really, do that. It'll be stinky. Are you guys really hungover or am I just not making sense? Uh, I think it's a little bit of both. Right, yeah. You're making it's sense It's been a tough weekend, like, uh, we started, like... You guys have been flying around, yeah. Yeah, well, since Wednesday last week, uh, <laughs> we had a couple, a couple of shows in LA and uh, with other projects, you know, and then, and then we hit the road and been it's been a blast but yeah. good it's been in a good way you know yeah well Eduardo what so what when you we talk about next year being the year Chicago Batman what are you sort of referring to what are you anticipating we anticipate um let's taking, get people excited on taking the, listening to this the bat sound you want to turn in a little bit just so it's yeah just here it's fine what are we, what's going on okay um we're looking to try to play some festivals all over the world if possible you know taking Chicano Batman like set to a whole different platform you know, and just trying to open doors for that for that world. You know, so with that direction, there's no telling what can what can happen. You know, but that's where our our goal is at. Yeah, shooting for the sky, man. Yeah, you know? exactly. It's the only way, man. Sky. Okay. So, want to do more documentaries, do more films, yeah, more film things like you know, that. Score what? music. It's fine. What, what's up? Okay, so um, Mozart said he's not coming, and the other three didn't answer, and his uh, just said he will be right here. What, is he gonna come me soon? That's what he said. Okay. He lives in Oakland. So okay. He awesome. Take so yeah, part of the podcast was I wanted you to meet the actual youth that have been getting legal services uh, too. Okay, cool. So Man, Jesus bad. will be coming. Nope. And then cool. as part of the show, we're gonna interview one of them on stage and talk about like their experiences and Teams. why it's important that they're getting these services and and all that. Nice, nice, beautiful, man. Keep it real. Yeah. You're keeping it real, bro. Keep it real. Yeah. Let's go fucking run like four miles right now. All right. <laughs> How does that? How does that make sense in your head? That's the way I. <laughs> bro, that's what you know. You gotta breathe air. You gotta breathe. Bro. That's that's true, brother. That's true. Breathe. I love it. I love it. What are you, you doing? Breathing? I'm pretty sure. I am. <laughs> and you just got married, fool. Talk about that. Man, I just got married. That's, that's amazing, bro. Good. You got a kid. It's, it's incredible. My girl, my my baby, yeah, my yasol, six months old. Damn. You know what I'm saying? Strong Damn. baby. Damn. She kicks hard. She'll she kick does. you hard, bro. Yeah. I'm looking strong. forward to it. Really strong baby. I'm, it's just, you know, it's a blessing. It's mm. everything one can ask for, you know, as a parent. You know, we have a healthy, strong child yeah. that vibes really strongly with everybody she sees. I'm, I saw her look across the street and, and observe people walk, you just know, or cars go by or whatever. 
that like three four months just so. tracking them like a just tracking them like a velociraptor just getting yeah ready exactly ready yeah. to you like what's what's that like what's straight animal straight straight roots you know? <laughs> and you know just little by little man it's just inspiring me to to be who i am you know yeah. and to tap into that animal reality yeah yeah that's me chewing right now that's good that's good yeah i saw that was a really amazing photo on facebook of like your, your child like kind of singing and i was like oh man that's incredible oh thank you that was sweet that. yeah and she was like two months right there. Yeah, fucking nice, man. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I'm getting to the age, and I'm sure you guys all are too, where everyone's getting married and I got popping married. out kids and shit. You got married too? Yeah, in February. How did I see that? How did I see that on Facebook? Did you also, guys? Not? It's not real then, huh? I know. It's not FBO, man. I know. It's not uh, Facebook official. <laughs> you got married too? Yeah, I got married in February. Nice. Um, to Lorena, she's an amazing, strong, beautiful woman. We've known each other for a long time. Made it happen. She's from Panama, mm-hmm. so we just went for it. And just nice. got married because you either do it or limbo, you know, distance is nasty. Yeah. So we're giving it a chance, and then it's going amazing. I think it's 10 months. We went to Six Flags for a 10 month anniversary. Coincidentally, <laughs> we were in bed and we're like, oh, you know what today is? You know, so it was kind of cool. But I was vomiting all day, so that was not cool. <laughs> um, not good with rice. Uh, really? Yeah. Oh, I should have went. I vomited yeah. twice. Should have walked coffee, no? Yeah, I had two coffees in the morning, and then before I left, I was in my bed like, well, you didn't have anything okay, in your stomach. Good. Yeah, that's why. It's off the emotion sickness. And then, and then right. after the first mm. ride, I felt the fucking. Oh, it was Viper. Viper fucks. Viper does it all the time. Viper's fucked up because it's the first ride, you know? So you want to go there first on the left, straight the line, but then it's just too much, man. Yeah. And then that one got me all. Pendejo. <laughs> and vomited. And the, then I vomited again. I fight Ninja. <laughs> the little stupid tram, man, got me. Of all the things. Oh, all the, the slow part? Yeah, I was like... So Whoa. the anticipation got you, it sounds like. Oh, that, this is the motion, you know? Mm. While you were on the ride? The revolution sucks, though, too. So you went on the old rides. What about oh, the old rides? Less, less light. No, I got it on... Oh, X2. X2 was nuts. That shit? X2 is That shit, my, my palm was sweaty. I was like, what? It's like, it, you feel... Man, se te quita las pendejadas. So that's what you're like. Pre and post X2. Yeah. I also work for Six Flags now. So you gotta go Six Flags. This, get on fucking X2. This, this podcast is brought to you by Six Flags. Get the Twicket. Or the Twicket. Or take the 152. All the way to Lenses. 152 from Fresno to Santa Cruz with a coffee beforehand. I went, I went once on like okay, a Wednesday. Get there, I went on Wednesday with my sister, and it was, so there was nobody there. There was no lines. And so we went on every ride that we wanted to go on within like half an hour. Oh, that's great. And we, but we realized that basically we had a minor concussion, all of us, because we rattled around so quickly. And like we were all vomiting and like couldn't eat anything. And so having a, I think so having, having a break between rides helps like get your head straight again. Yeah, man. Definitely. Like going through that shit too fast just like messes up. Yeah, no doubt. Oh, God. So let me just drop your iPhone. It's over. You know, when you ask a question with that mustache, I'm not sure if there's a punchline after it. What's that? When you ask a question with that mustache, the news. <laughs> I'm not sure if there's a punchline. I'm like, I'm waiting for it. I'm like, okay, that was a real question. No, it's just the punchline started as soon as he walked in the door. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, last time they saw me, I had a beard. I'm feeling the mustache. Right? You like it? I went, I, I grew one out like that for a while. I got pretty thick like that. And then yeah. started getting real push broomy, so I started. Push I decided it. I decided it. Well, you gotta trim it. it. Yeah, because yeah, it gets it. in your food and stuff. Yeah, so that's have, exactly what was happening. Was you gotta like have like oatmeal in it and stuff. Like some courage to wear a mustache. Uh, yeah, no, it's yeah. I was when I was teaching, I I got rid of my beard and I have a mustache and like the students just couldn't take me seriously. They were just like laughing and oh, they yeah. couldn't handle it. And I was like, it's just my face, folks. Oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some woman told me that I look better with a mustache on, so I was like, all right, here we go. <laughs> Mustache it is. Like mustache, then nalga face? Yeah. I do nalga face. I can grow beards. Oh, yeah? It's kind of like that. I don't want to look like that. It must be more indigenous. <laughs> yeah, I'm good like this, man. I, if I shave it off, I look weird, too, man. <laughs> I just leave it like that, bro. But, you know, I get compliments on my shit. You know, like the small, classic little mustache. Yeah. You know, the little soul patch. I swear, I'd be in the middle of, like, Oregon, and it's just get cop like... Get stopped on the street and be like, hey man, you got a you know, you got a nice mustache. That's cool, man. Bigote de camarón. Bigote de camarón. Chicano Batman brings you official hair. Bigote de camarón. It's called Bigote de camarón. Is that your new song? Yeah. I love I love that song. That's a classic. Which one? Every quinceañera I ever went to was Sopa de Caracol. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, but this one's about, this one's about a guy, his name is Sin Sun San, right? Yeah. And then uh, he's Purepecha. And then just like admiring his dope ass little bigote de camarón, right? Because 
um, you know, media and, and like Euro influence kind of makes the mustache, I mean, the beard, the appeal, you know, yeah, yeah, the allure yeah. of like a man is a chiseled European f- square face with a beard and that's like, you Maybe know, with an axe. add some blue eyes on the yeah, shit, man, fuck right? right? So then, let's celebrate the, the bigote, de, bigote de Camarón. Yeah. Like, yes, sir. Hey, that's me. I'm sorry, I got my Indian blood, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Spanish didn't come through all the way. Lampino. I got some remnants. When I, when I first... I'm Lampino to the max. <laughs> when I first... I don't even have armpit hair. <laughs> I'm, out, I'm out of shame. Let's see. All right, let's go. I'll show you. Armpit hair. Here it is. When I go, went, go, I moved these fools on the fucking van. This fool, he mooned us. He yeah, tried to moon us in the van. In the van? What he tried to do it. He tried to do it, but with his pants on. He tried to do it, and I was like, man, this motherfucker. I don't, I don't understand the logistics. I'm serious. Okay, that's not much hair. That's yeah, true. Bro, For I'm those that are listening that can't see, at least I might take a photo of it. But <laughs> this is the power I full has no hair. Yeah. <laughs> that's just you fucking drinking too much. When I, when I, uh, I had a beard first, and then I cut <laughs> it down. I had my first mustache, and I was like, son of a bitch. I look really Mexican. Holy crap, I'm going to get deported. I better be careful. <laughs> no, I don't, no, I don't care. Let me try that's Vicente Fernandez mustache, bro. Yeah, that's pretty big. My dad had one, too. Yeah. Yeah. So now I look more like a logo. Like a Mexican comedian. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys are doing separate projects. Can we talk about that or is that not? Okay. Okay, I'm glad I asked. Just kidding. <laughs> I don't know, man. People get weird about shit. Oh my god. That was we, the most serious I've ever seen Eduardo become. <laughs> we try not to because I mean it, You don't want to double dip. <laughs> Chicano Batman man, it's a it's a beautiful force, man. We've been doing it for, for yeah, so many years sure and we influence each other so much and, and a lot of as musicians, we just expand. It's constantly growing, you know. Yeah. Bardo has uh, music that he put together. First time I saw him was when he got married. He had a, a band that he put together and, and music he put together, and it was beautiful. I was like, hell yeah, Bardo's on that tip, you know. Gabriel, he's doing uh, Viento Callejero. Yeah. He's a rhythmic master, man, so seeing him on that train is explosive. So I interviewed, like, I interviewed Gloria, Gloria, too, awesome. a couple months ago. Yeah. You know, so that's dope. I, I started another band with this guy and this guy, and uh, it's, it's called Apocono. We do... Right now, it's 80s Mexican cumbias, you know, like La Culebra, that's more like Banda, but La Culebra, Pipiripao, like Pito Olivares, shit, the classics. And it's just a, it's kind of a refreshing awakening about, like, you know, it's not quinceañera music, it's our music, yeah. you know, and let's dance. And everybody dances, which is amazing. Well, I mean, that's, that's, I think that's, and getting to know you all and then getting to know some other LA bands, I think what's really been beautiful for me to observe is just the interaction and the intersection that, like, different folks have in, like, the LA. Oh yeah, she got all music community. Yeah, and we're all friends, which is yeah. dope. You no, know, so we all play together. We all kick it. We all party. You know, it's like that's a cool thing being a part of something like that. Yeah, you know, and the, you know, we started El Reno Records, which is what we put our music under, our yeah. own label. Right. So it's just starting off with us, but then we're gonna bring in other bands yeah. to be a part of it. There's a lot of great, great music being crafted by a lot of young, yeah. talented fools that yeah, are your people neighbors. People stepping up. Yeah, you know. And then we have a lot of uh, access to equipment. We've been accumulating equipment, studio gear, and things like that, so that yeah. we can take control of that sound and do it ourselves. Right. So there's no the only thing that's stopping you is willpower and, and planning. You know, yeah. that's it. You do that, man. You you can really make uh, make history, man. You know. And I think it's what's exciting about tonight is is I when Carlos and I were talking about it originally, he was like, oh yeah, the new parish. We've been trying to play there for a long time. Yeah. And it's like we did a walkthrough, and I was like, wow, this place is amazing. It's going to be really fun. It's just a really great venue. And what's dope to do it is, is around an event like this. Yeah. To be playing this at New Parish because it could easily have fallen in a, you know, a, like Red Bull promoted kind of a, an event, you know, which is fine, you know, but um, the fact that we're going to do it behind the movement that's going on here in Oakland around the, the migrant field, you know, I mean, the, the immigration stuff, it's just like, uh, it's kind of special. Yeah, it is. You know? Well, and I think all the performers are Rasa and a lot of the audience will probably be Rasa too, so yeah, it adds another layer of, yeah. of intrigue. I heard that the, after it, it's going to be a reggae night. Yeah. Which is pretty epic too, so, yeah. you know, I'm hoping that, um, you know, folks feel it too, you know, people and like, folks that come through. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they said you know that I mean? everyone that comes for our show can stay for the reggae night too. Right. So we can That's cool. Yeah. 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 You know what I'm saying? Like, just bridging across, you know. Who's talking? Just, like, oh, shit. Like, bridging cool. across, like, you know. You know, the, whatever the divide that we supposedly have, you know what I mean? When in reality, there's so much connection between yeah. black folks and, right. and us. You right. Know, Other you know what color. Yeah. Yeah, people of color in general. So. Yeah. And I think the more those bridges are connected, the better, you know. I come from a place where it's like that. You know, my mom's Cartagena. Yeah. You know, I was just listening to some shit, and it's like, fuck. It's beautiful. Yeah, brother. For sure.
What else do I want to talk about? Let's see. What else? Mm, I'm going through my mental Rolodex of questions. Talk about him. Yeah, what about? Very secret. Are you married? Like Is Carlos married? Did you have a wedding recently? I know. I, I I'm not married. No. <laughs> I don't know why I'm we got into relationship status all of a sudden. Yeah, but people talking about getting married. Not married. I'd like to hear about throwing spears. Yeah. Let me see. What secrets do we want to know from Carlos? So <laughs> look at him. <laughs> I don't. I don't think I have any secrets. The Professor X for Halloween. I was Professor X for <laughs> Halloween for uh, a, a poco no. Uh, we were the X Men for oh, the nice. for the cum, the Mexican cumbia group. Eduardo was Cyclops. Uh, Vito, our saxophonist, was Magneto. Gabriel was. Uh, oh, because you're not Poco No too. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Gabriel was uh, Wolverine. Nice. Our bassist Federico was oh, there, yeah. Beast. Yeah. Oh man, he had like the fucking, yeah. yeah, he had a, yeah, the he had a big facial, facial, facial hair up. Thick, thick. That's awesome. He looked like a president from the 1930s. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you could probably do it too. If you some probably, want. some disposed yeah, dictator. Disposed dictator. So he was Professor X because he refused to be Tupac. Why don't you want to be Tupac Holmes? He's already three. I don't have. Days. I didn't have the over. I didn't have like baggy clothes. How do you not? Have, you grew up in LA, Holmes. I know, you, that I you don't I, have size forty dickies. Not anymore. I I gave them back. To, I'm gonna, I'm trying to pull up the picture for you. I, uh, Thanks, appreciate. You know that. Now that I remember, I was uh, like drawing in the classroom. Um, when you were in high school. Perhaps? No, no, no. I'm talking about when I was doing the poster. Oh yeah, yeah. I was sorry. substitute teaching one day. Oh okay. Here, and right. so I was drawing everybody just on my sketchbook and. You know, and uh, I was wrong. You know, he was. I just had him, and students were looking through my stuff. You know, and uh, one student was like, "Hey, is that that Tupac?" <laughs> like, I had like five students say, they, "Like, you know, ask if that was Tupac." I, I, I could see it. It was me. Yeah. I could see it in your yeah. face. Yeah, I see a little it Tupac. Somebody said like Kobe Bryant the other day. Yeah, I, I don't know. No, I don't think so. Yeah. You look more, you think oh, you look more like Kobe. It's because you have no facial expressions. You look at Kobe. <laughs> ice. I got this. Is just ice all the time. Dry eyes. He's the. <laughs> Oh, that's amazing! That's hilarious. <laughs> we'll, we'll post this photo up on, right. the, on the podcast. Well, no, because it's funny. What it's funny watching you guys on stage because he's like he's the least. Not that not that he's not emotional. He's, really but he's, like, he's the least he expressive. It's not that I'm mad. I'm just trying to focus on the music. It's a lot of concentration. Just just trying to go into that trance. Just like all right, it's about the music. Is Everything else is secondary to what. But, but compared to how energetic these guys are, it looks like you're about to throw your guitar into the crowd. No. <laughs> I'm just, yeah, I guess I look serious. I don't know. It's hard for me to, like, I don't know, smile, I guess, and play guitar at the same time. Well, you know, I think I have that. I have a, I have a bitchy resting face syndrome, too. So <laughs> I identify with that problem. I've gotten so many, like, almost fights because people think I'm, like, staring people down. And I have a bad left eye, so nobody knows where I'm looking at. So uh. people think I'm, like, mad-dogging them. I'm like, whoa, tone it down. That's not what's happening. Can we talk about substitute teaching? Yeah, so for those of you who don't know, we've made so now listen to the last podcast. They all yeah, substitute teach. So it's over already. And so, yeah, so they were done. We don't really want to substitute teach, but I'll tell you that I, so I'm you're super fucking chill now. Like, I, I, I stopped taking it seriously in, in, in the you, aspect that... You were that, taking it seriously before? Yeah, like I'm trying to do my job. Right, like, right, right, yeah, I got yeah. I to gotta teach and then, sure. you know what I'm saying? Little by little, it's been uh, gradually downward. But lately, what I'm trying to say is that... <laughs> I don't give a fuck. That you. since we, we started actually making money with the music, right. you know, like where I don't have to sub every day, right. you know what I'm saying? Um, I could go in there and tell them what I actually do, and I do it with confidence because I'm like, hey, I'm, I'm, pretty, I'm, I'm guys, I don't really sub that often. I sub like once a week, okay. and right now I'm just trying to work on music. So you're not feeling that I'm anxiety doing. to like make the money daily at substitute teaching? Not at all. Yeah. So, so I, I'm freedom. really relaxed, yeah. and it makes me, it allows me to connect with them on a deeper level. Yeah, for sure. Like I'd be like joking with some black kids, like they'd be showing me videos on YouTube, and like it'd be hilarious, and like we'd just be vibing, like just yeah. just having a good time, yeah. you know. And, uh, you know, I always have my artwork with me, so I'm always, you know, at that time I was sketching a lot, working on that poster and stuff, so um, I would show them and they would just, you know, they would, they would vibe on it, they would like it, and, yeah. you know, it would be a good good relationship that would, would not happen as a regular sub, because they have subs, they don't have no respect for subs, they, I mean, we work in South Central, me and Eduardo. Mm -hmm. Wood, what? Yeah. You know, just floating around. South yeah. LA. That area, South LA. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So we work on Lock High. That's La Gente, you know man. Saying? Lock A, B, and C. Yeah. That's La Gente, straight yeah. up. Yeah. You know, and Some so gnarly history in there. It's a, lot of, it's a lot of roots, man. I, you know, when you, when you communicate with them, you feel just dope, dope interaction. You know what I mean? Real shit. Well, especially, I think, like, youth in that area, like, I think what I found really fascinating and powerful is that just all the emotions are just so raw. Yeah. Raw. You know, they talk to you about their daily existence. You're raw. like, shit. Like they're bringing it heavy, yeah. you know? Nothing's like polished, nothing's 
cleaned up. It's just like you know how their home is. Just by the way they carry themselves. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You can just see it on their faces. Man. Yeah, it's heavy. It's, it's hard. Like, it's hard to see. And that. then you're a sub, man. You're like a bandaid, you know, with for a big ass cut. <laughs> yeah. You know, what you gonna do? You can't even hold the oh, blood. Like, it's hemorrhaging artery, right? So you're just, just like, like, man, just expose it. Pull, take off the bandaid. Yeah, it's just talking. Just bring let it down. Breathe. Bring it down. It's Let's probably do better it. than air exposure. Yeah. Because the only way to heal is to let it bleed. You know, right. I was just talking uh, homegirl yesterday who also uh, teaches. It was just like, man, being a sub, you can be as cool as, like, hey, bro, like, uh, can I go to the bathroom? Uh, let me see your work. It's like, you haven't done anything, man. It's been like 45 minutes. Do at least two questions, you can go. All right. Go sit down. Just get up, walk out the door, go to the bathroom. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> and we're being cool, man. He comes back. It's like, what's up, man? It's like, sit down. I'm like, Man, well, so there's a lot of moments like that with a lot of for sure. a lot of little you motherfucker moments, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, for sure. I mean, you're no, you're really skinny too. First of all, motherfucker was vaping what? in the classroom. Vaping in the classroom. Vaping just yeah. straight up. It was like Jefferson or something like that. God, when I was in high school, people would do lines in the back sometimes. Frederick, Frederick Douglass. Frederick yeah. Douglass. I'm not, I don't go back. Me neither. I don't go back either. Man. I put that on my do not return to. There's a couple of schools that I'm just like, nah, I'm done with that school. Nope, I'm going. Well, to, to, I mean, to be fair, you're, fairly, mean, you're, you're a very small dude, though. I mean, you wouldn't be that imposing. If, I, if you were my teacher, I'd be like, fuck this fool. That's why he didn't want to work high school in Rialto, right? Carlos uh, is too small. Yeah, they just eat me up and spit me out, yeah. So moral of the story is you have to bulk up if you want to substitute teach. Man, some of these kids are eighth grade, man. I'm just like... That's the moral of this whole interview. Sit down, man. <laughs> there, was a, there was a fool when I was in sixth grade that had a mustache and, like, fathered two kids already. Sixth grade? Yeah, sixth or seventh grade, middle school. Damn. Yeah. We're like, yeah. Some high school chick, <laughs> you know? Like, like shit. Man. You're like, wrap yeah, it you, up. Wrap it up, man. Wrap it up. The sad thing about substitute teaching is that you have, you have to have, like, your license, to, you know, your 30-day... I mean, anyway, you can do it. Just get your C-Best, you know. It doesn't take much. Degree, no. But then you're in a position to where you, you pass through, like, 150 students a day or something or yeah. whatever, 70 students a day. And it's, a, it's an amazing... It's, like, a big responsibility. And yeah. it's kind of like a... You have access to that. You can do a lot. Yeah, you can. With that kind of uh, access, but... As a substitute teacher, that's not the that's not that's not what you're there for. Hey, believe it or not, Chicano Batman has impacted the high school youth and where we're from. You know what I'm saying? Like, where we work because you know we go there, we talk to them about the music. Like he knows that I work in the same classes that, that he's that Eduardo you know goes to on a particular day. So do you? Like, nope, that's not me. And we look alike. Are you there on the same day? <laughs> Sometimes it's happened. We're at the People same think we look alike. You kind of are. I mean, if yeah. nobody, if you're not paying attention, you kind of look a little similar. Yeah, we're Latinos. Like, you, I mean, you're a little yeah, more hobo is. looking today, but normally that... you're a little more hobo looking today. But... <laughs> <laughs> That's what Carlos and I were saying. You were coming out of your car. You had like a sleeping bag and all your shit. I was like, all like, this fool needs is a shopping cart. He's good. He's good. Skitty. Okay. Hey, man. I kicked it with this homeless dude the other day. I had like the. I was finishing my chili bowl. Like I went to this market, downtown Santa Cruz. And uh, he just asked me for some money. I was like, man, I hooked him up with the rest of my chili bone. Mm. Like, chili bone and, and what was it? Cornbread, man, take me back to home, you know? Mm. It was such a beautiful moment. Mm. So much love to all the homeless people out there. We love you. You know what I'm saying? The streets are your home. Mm. I'll join you all. I'll join you all. Brother, ready to go. You know what I'm saying? Fuck rent. Especially the Bay Area, it's tough. I mean, it's beautiful out here, but it's also really hard to live out here, man. I know. It is not easy. It looks, it it's looks like easy. it's getting tougher and tougher. By it the is, moment. man. They're pushing us out. They're pushing us out for sure. Yeah. But yeah, we were talking about how like we, we influence. <laughs> oh yeah, right. High school youth, students. Right. Uh, yeah, yeah. So you, you know, just show them our music. music. The day, man, I had yeah. a dope moment. Like I was talking. Did you just bring music. your guitar with you? No. Uh, like well, that? sometimes I sing to them and they laugh. Whatever it doesn't mean anything. <laughs> but, you know, it's just it's just tough convincing. You have yeah. to come at them with some soul. If you're gonna do it right, right, you right. better go hundred. You gotta bring it. You gotta bring it. You yeah. gotta bring it. Hey. And you know, sometimes I would do lightweight, but lately I've been you know coming stronger. You know, and I've sang a few times in front of the class. And it's like, man, I, I got, I got, I got some black kids into it, you know. I I, I rap with some of the students, yeah. you know? and so uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be hilarious in like five years when you guys get really big and these, these youth are gonna be like, whoa, shit, he was my substitute teacher. But we have students that go to some of our shows, man. Five years, it's like students or whatever, two years. Next month, next month. Sorry, <laughs> students that we play. <laughs> 2015, Billy Berto, you gotta get it. Right, 2015. Right. Sorry, oh my god. Five years. Fuck this! I'm gonna be a yeah. sub. I think I just, I think I just, yeah, like, just got do something else. Five years. I just gotta say that we have students that that we've subbed for the come to our shows. Yeah, you know that's I mean? awesome. And they man. spread the word. And, yeah, yeah, you know, and there's there's a lot of high school youth that that dig our music. You know, I guess obviously outside of the subbing thing, but you know, just like 15 year olds just rocking the symbol. You know, we got a symbol that's just like super universal. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's hard. Like, hey, come on in, come on in. 
No, the Southern Green is upgraded. Hey, have a seat, y'all. Las Aroi. All right, the youth have shown up. The youth have come. All right, bring it in, y'all. Bring it in. Antes que empezamos, okay, we have to figure out some forms. Hay unos burritos allá, si quieren. Tiene nombre? Burritos. Bardo. 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 Okay. Muteas. Yeah. Okay. So we can. We can. Yeah. Just uh. Yeah. Si yeah. pueden usar solamente yeah. su primer nombre, por favor. No su nombre. Yeah. So they're gonna sign release forms okay. and then. All right, so they're getting set up. We're chilling. Just to just to paint the picture, Eduardo's enjoying a burrito. Bardo's behind me doing God knows what. Carlos, Carlos is looking up the social media. Carlos is. I'm adding ships for life yeah. right now about Thanks, the show, brother. so people. Carlos is always on the social media, man. He's, yes, dude. Phone he's gonna constantly get, dying. Do they have a little syndrome? I'm gonna get triggered. Do you have Do you have Mark Zuckerberg on your like speed dial? <laughs> I don't. Do people still have speed dial? Is that still like, a thing? He has ADD, and the best way to deal with that is through his phone uh, and guitar playing. I'm ADD too. That's why I have the microphone. I, I got I diagnosed. I got diagnosed in grad school. It was the craziest thing really? ever. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I have it. I encourage him to get off the scene, but then when he's not on him, I can't stand him. I think that's bullshit. <laughs> oh shit! Are we getting the Eat True Hollywood story of Chicano Batman? <laughs> yeah, I bite my burrito. Chicano Batman. <laughs> it all fell apart at the benefit concert. <laughs> I, I hope to one day do that professionally. Adelante, compañeros, adelante. Okay, this is going to be bilingual ish. How do we, how do, we do this? And then Jesus is also coming. Okay. We got one more? Yeah. All right, sweet. Uh, okay. How are we going to do this? Hablan solamente español? All right. Uh, so we're going to have a bilingual podcast. It's going to be awesome. So. So ellos son la banda que va a tocar anoche, Chicano Batman. Somos cuatro de aquí. Okay. Y yo estoy haciendo la entrevista. So, um, la idea de esta entrevista es que ustedes conocen la banda y también la banda conocen a ustedes. Sin, para que puedan conocer que han, han estado tus experiencias y tu experiencia también con los abogados. Okay. Y pueden decir lo que quieren. Si no quieren dar una respuesta a la pregunta, no hay problema. Right? So, okay. we're good. Justo y aparte yo también soy reportera y yeah. quiero hacer preguntas. Pero tal vez después de que acabe. Yeah, let's do that afterward. Yeah. Sí. And so Lisa. Lisa's hanging out in the back with some journalism. Um, so, do I have to translate? Should I just do it in Spanish? Just do it in Spanish, bro. Just do it in Spanish. Yeah, just, just, yeah. Podcast, yeah, just flow with it. Bueno, compañeros, uh, si pueden decir tus primeros nombres y de dónde vienen, de qué país. Uh, soy... Y voz alta, por favor. Okay. Mi nombre es Lázaro, mm. soy de Guatemala. Mm -hmm. y ¿Eres Chapín? Sí, soy Chapín. Okay. <laughs> y, ¿Y qué más la pregunta? Uh, um, uh, y, ¿Puedes decir tu nombre también y dónde eres? Yo me llamo Alexander, soy de Guatemala y tengo 17 años. Uh -huh. Y... Um, si están cómodos, se pueden explicar un poco de por qué salieron de Guatemala. Y si no quieren dar una respuesta, está bien, también. Um, sí. Uh, bueno, yo salí porque tuve problemas en Guatemala. Uh -huh. Y por eso salí de Guatemala. Uh -huh. y, sí, salió. Y, y Alex, ¿y vos? Eh, igual, este, como dijo aquel, este, hubo muchos problemas, discriminaciones, mm -hmm. como por muchas cosas, tipo de piel, la religión, allá, y no sé por qué, aunque todas sean indígenas, pero siempre se discriminan en sí mismos. O sea, hay muchos conflictos entre sí, grupos muchos, indígenas. Entre tanto la gente, sí. o pandillas también ha crecido últimamente. Ajá. Sí, en, en, las, en los medios siempre hablan las bandillas, que hay mucha presión con jóvenes y bandillas. Sí, y por eso más que los jóvenes. Y por eso se vuelven. Yeah. ¿Y um, ¿cómo, cómo ha estado el proceso legal para ustedes en, en aquí con los abogados? Todo, todo ha ido bien, estamos orgullosos, todo va bien. Eh, hemos logrado algo que queríamos, solo de seguir adelante. ¿no? Sí. Y... Um, ¿Tienen preguntas ustedes para ellos? ¿Qué tipo de música les gusta? Bueno, a mí me gusta más el rap, 
Y el rock unió los dos únicos. Ajá. Eh, el reggaetón no me gusta. ¿No te gusta el reggaetón? Nunca me ha gustado. ¿El reggaetón? Odio el reggaetón. <risa> eh, más me gusta el rap, el rock. Yeah. Un poco la electrónica me cae bien. Sí, pues. ¿Y vos? Me gusta uh, electrónica, me gusta uh, el reggaetón Ajá. y músicas románticas. Ah, ¿Románticas como mariachi románticas o otras cosas? Uh, otro como, como las canciones de Enrique Iglesias. Ah. Ah. Bueno. Acá. <risa> ¿Y dónde, ¿De dónde viene ahorita? ahorita? ¿De qué parte de Oakland? De la 73. Okay. ¿Y cuánto tiempo han estado en este país? Um, ¿East Oakland? ¿Mm? ¿East Oakland? Yeah. No lo sé. Yeah. Um, tengo. Eh, el 20 de diciembre voy a cumplir un año de estar aquí. Mm. Apenas llevo como siete meses. ¿Y cómo han estado para, para ustedes estando aquí en este país? Um, Todo es muy diferente, nos estamos acostumbrando. Uh -huh. Poco a poco. Sí. A ver, ¿qué son las, las tres cosas cada uno que más extraña? De, sí, de Guatemala, de ese pueblo. O sea, puede ser hasta una bebida, como una agua que hay, eh, acá no encuentro. O sea, tres cosas como, neta, esas son las tres que extraño. Um, yo extraño a mis abuelos mm. y a, a unos amigos míos y, um, y todo, a que son esos dos. Mm. Yo solo extraño a mis padres, a mi mm. mamá, eh, es lo único, a mi familia, toda mi familia, tanto abuelos, tíos, eh, mis, mis padres, mis hermanos, tengo tres hermanos ahí, los extraño. Eso es lo único que extraño de allá, mi so, familia nada más. To, ¿Toda la familia está aquí, Todo, allá? No, allá. Sí, todo, soy el único, solo vivo con mi tía, tengo algunos parientes aquí, sí. pero no son muchos, pero... Lo único, la única cosa que extraño de allá es mi familia, ¿no? Yeah. Yeah. ¿Y cómo se están acoplando, pues, con el ambiente de acá? Todo es diferente, eh, no sé, todo es muy diferente acá, tanto aquí, tanto allá. Aquí también es como, solo son barrios también, no son... Eh, es una ciudad grande, pero alrededor, no sé cómo decirles, en el, no sé cómo describirlo, cómo decírselo. No, no tan bonito como puedo decirlo. Uh -huh. poco difícil. Sí, poco sí. difícil. Uh -huh. ¿Y cómo se sienten del concierto hoy? ¿Están contentos de la idea? O qué, ¿Qué reflexiones tienen sobre eso? No sé, este, estamos muy orgullosos de ello, pero... Tuvimos problemas y tenemos que llegar a casa. Quisiéramos estar, pero... No, 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 ¿O no van a poder ir al concierto? Lástima, no podemos. Ah. Quisiéramos ir, pero no nos han dado permiso. Después nos dijeron que no vayan. Eh, las calles son muy peligrosas ah. y tantas cosas. Y estamos orgullosos, pero bueno, así nos dijeron. Y tenemos que llegar a casa temprano. Y donde vivimos es muy peligroso andar. Muy bien, es peligroso. Sí, sí. es mucho. Mm. Si necesitan, este, después de aquí, si quieren llamar pueden pedir permiso, yo los puedo manejar al concierto, después del concierto Emily o Gato me los puede llevar a su casa. Sí. Si quieren preguntarles otra vez a sus papás, para, no van a andar solos ni en la calle. No lo sé, a ver qué nos dicen, si sí, sí, no, pero este, decisión de ellos. Sí, pues. nosotros. ¿Y tienen preguntas para ellos? ¿Los músicos? No lo sé. ¿Cómo empezaron? Yeah. ¿Cómo empezaron ustedes? Pues con muchas ganas de, de hacer música, ¿no? Muchas ganas de hacer música. Nos conectamos ahí por la vuelta, pues en Los Ángeles. Somos de Los Ángeles, más o menos. Es una área muy grande. Sí. Y este, pues tal que por medios de bares y, este, no sé, antros, no sé si se le dicen así por allá. Antros, ¿cómo le dicen los bares? Pues los lugares donde se junta la gente. Pues sabes que por ahí, por la, la vuelta, los, los conocimos y empezamos a hacer música. 
Este, nomás tratando de vivir nuestros, pues, nuestras ideas, ¿no? Musicales. Y tienen sus ra raíces sí. en música de América Latina, ¿qué no? Pues sí, mi mamá es colombiana, mi papá es mexicano. Y pues a mí me gusta mucho la, la, el folclore colombiano. Este, en la escuela estudié sobre eso. Y este, para mí es muy importante. Y este, pues sí, yo pienso que la, la música es básicamente una reflexión de la, de la sociedad, ¿no? Reflexión de, de lo que está pasando este, en un lugar, ¿no? Este, por ejemplo, en los, este, los 80s, 70s y 80s hay un movimiento que se llama Nuevo Canto. Y este, había muchos músicos de El Salvador y Centroamérica. Sí. Y no sé si ustedes este, saben, bueno, reconocen un poco de la historia de este, los movimientos sociales que existían. Y este, la represión social que existía en ese momento. Y la, la música era música política que hablaba de, de, de las injusticias. Y tratando, era música para el pueblo, pues, para motivar a la gente. Y este... Y, y dar voz al, al terror que las, las personas estaban experimentando o... Experimentando. Experimentando. El sentimiento del pueblo, pues. Yeah, mm -hmm. De cada día. ¿Cómo puede decir la sociedad? Mm -hmm. Sí. Mm -hmm. Era música que, que en realidad estaba para, para motivar a la gente. Mm -hmm. Entonces, las casas del cartón, por ejemplo. En las casas de cartón. Ta, ta, ra, ra. Es una constelación de, de los bookies, pero antes de eso. Era de la primera. Sí. Guatama en de sí. Venezuela. Venezuela. Yeah. Entonces fue parte de ese movimiento de, de. Pues sí, nomás levantar el pueblo. Pero ellos, esa gente, los mataban. El, el Estado mataba a la gente por, por, este, por, sus, por sus palabras, por, por el mensaje que traían. ¿no? Por el, el Estado estaba ahí para, en realidad, quebrar el pueblo, ¿no? Entonces su música era para combatir es, ese, esa opresión. Y, bueno, solo, solo te, te, te dice el, la potencia, el, el poder que tiene la música, ¿no? Que el Estado se va a, poner, se va a oponer al, al, a la palabra de una persona, de, mm. nomás este, su, su expresión vocal, ¿no? Y, y bueno... Nosotros como un grupo, no sé, reconocemos eso, el, el poder de la música, de mover, de, de, de crear momentos, conexiones entre gente, ¿no? Y este, estamos tratando de, de hacer lo mismo en nuestra, ahora, pues. So, es, es, y, y en eso también, este, el, el evento de la noche, no es simplemente para música y... y y hacer algo, es también un evento político para que la gente conozca más de tus experiencias y lo que está pasando en América Latina. Y es, ellos también vienen con esa conciencia y, y contexto. Tienen un inmigrante en la, en la banda. <risa> yeah. Yo llegué aquí a los Estados Unidos hace ocho años mm. y, y luego de haber llegado, pues yo soy, nací, crecí en Colombia y... Y desde a los 17 salí de mi país también, buscando, pues, um, seguridad, un lugar donde, donde uno pueda, pues, tener más futuro también y lejos de la violencia, ¿no? Porque en mi país está, está también siendo muy um, acechado por el, socialmente por, por todo, el narcotráfico, la, la guerrilla, uh, la injusticia, el... La corrupción, simplemente, y mucho, mucho, mucho del, del, del mismo país que, que no, no es capaz de, de, de responder, pues, por sus, por sus, pues, por, por, por la gente, por su propia gente, ¿no? Por su propio pueblo, nos, no, no hacen respetar los derechos de cada uno, y... Y conocí a Bardo para terminales de, 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 de... Ustedes preguntaron cómo, cómo nos, nos juntamos. Y... ¿Les gusta la cumbia a ustedes? ¿Conocen? ¿Conocen? Sí, sí. Han, He escuchado mucho de en, en Colombia, pues... Yo crecí escuchando cumbia y, y fue por medio de la cumbia que yo conocí a Bardo, que ya estaba conectado con algo, otros, los otros, con Eduardo también, que ya conocían, se conocían en... Pues, en, 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 en la escena de, de la música en Los Ángeles, pues, pero fue en un concierto de cumbia, pues, yo estaba buscando 
escuchar música de mi, de mi país latina que me gusta, con la que crecí y, y así fue como los conocí sí, entonces sí. sí está la cosa está la onda sí, va a ser, va a ser muy, muy buena esta noche, ojalá puedan venir o sea, que sí, es posible, sí, sería muy es, bonito es, es un buen evento es, es, es por una muy buena causa y nosotros o sea, nos sentimos muy identificados con, con lo que ustedes están pasando o sea Sí, sí yo, yo he pasado mucho tiempo en Guatemala también y me encanta, me encanta Guatemala, me encantan los volcanes y todo lo que es el país. Yeah. Aprendí mucho ahí. Uh -huh. ¿Otro pregunta para ellos? ¿Qué les gusta de ópera aquí? Hay que se acostumbrar así rápido, como que, ah. Sí. ¿Dónde pasan el tiempo? Esto aquí me gusta. O sea, o, eh, que le, que les, algo así específico que le guste de, de Oakley. Um, como solo son barrios, solo, no lo sé. No me gusta nada de aquí, solo mm. creo que la ciudad nada más. Cosas creo que la... O sea, ha sido difícil adaptar a, a sí, este país, sí, ¿verdad? Sí, es muy difícil. Yeah. San Francisco es otra ciudad, es más bonito. Eh, otros lugares, no lo sé, se, se verán, eh, no sé, creo que se ven mejor. Aquí no me he acostumbrado. Mm. Tanto aquí, no sé, se siente más. Uh -huh. Más incómodo. Sí, incómodo. Uh -huh. Yo viví aquí seis meses. Soy del sur y me vine para vivir acá. Y este, lo que siempre me gustaba es este, ir a, a dar la vuelta por, por las montañas. Son montañas están cerca, solo tienes que subir nomás las calles y hasta el norte. Y este, están, bueno, el bosque. Ahí, y hay muchos, este, muchas, este, muchos caminos por caminar. Y eso es, eso es lo que a mí me gustó. De, me gusta, me me motiva mucho de, de, este, de esta ciudad. La naturaleza, hay mucha naturaleza. Muy cerca, sí. Muy cerca, muy cerca. Y mucha gente, la mayoría de la gente en realidad no van. Uno, uno va para allá, bueno, pura raza, ¿verdad? Pura raza, que no, pura, puro afroamericano, ¿sí o no? Y hay mucho blanco también, pero igual, cuando uno va para allá, la mayoría de la gente que camina pues son, son blancos, ¿no? uno no ve tanto africano ni... A veces ve, a veces de vez en cuando ves un, ves un mexicano con sus hijos. Uh -huh. De vez en cuando. Uh -huh. Pero en realidad es, es, nosotros debemos estar en, en esos rumbos. Porque es, es la naturaleza, es lo, es lo más hermoso, lo más, lo más cercano a, a nosotros, pues, el aire, ¿no? Y también para hacer ejercicio. Es bueno, es, 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 es algo precioso que en realidad este lugar tiene. Para mí en realidad es netamente eso es lo que me, me motiva, me, me motivaba, me daba vida en este en este, este lugar. Uh -huh. bueno, como, este, como siempre ha salido, casi no salimos, siempre sí. estamos los sábados y domingos de sí, su casa trabajando, uh -huh. lunes en la escuela, casi no tenemos tiempo de ir a, a pasear, a paseo, a sí. acampar, por eso no tengo lugar. La... Vení, está bien. Okay. Hola. Y ahí llegó otra persona. ¿Dónde? ¿Cómo? ¿Cómo te llamas? ¿Qué dice, por Hola. Bardo. Mucho gusto. Solo otro primer nombre, no segundo. Jesús. Jesús, yeah. vaya. Hola, Eduardo. ¿Qué tal, Eduardo? Bueno, Jesús, so, ellos son Chicano BM, van a tocar hoy para ustedes y para que... Estamos buscando la forma de conseguir más fondos para poder dar más servicios legales a más jóvenes yeah. como, como ustedes. Okay. Uh, vengo de Guatemala. Ah, ¿Tú también eres de Guatemala? Ya, yeah. soy de Huehuetenango, uh -huh. del municipio de Jacaltenango. Uh -huh. ¿Y cómo ha sido tu transición aquí a los Estados Unidos? Bueno, mira, mi transición desde que yo salí de mi casa Ajá. fue como, eh, ¿cómo podría decirte? Fue muy dolorosa para mí dejar yeah. a mi familia y sí. mi país. Y en el transcurso del camino, pues, mi vida no fue nada fácil. Tuve que sufrir hambre, como muchos lo han, lo sufren. Sí. Lloré, no te digo que no lloré, lloré en el desierto porque estuve perdido. Estuve perdido. Sí. Me robaron dinero que... Apenas tenía para comer. Sufrí bastante, en serio. Sí. Y 
Varios días pasé sin comer, varios días pasé en la calle, en los parques, durmiendo. ¿Para qué? Para poder tener este sueño que ahora tengo. Uh -huh. Sufrí bastante. Eh, en el transcurso del camino, pues, viví muchas experiencias. Eh, viví experiencias malas que hoy en día aún recuerdo. Y sabes que no quisiera volver a vivir esas experiencias jamás. Mi vida cambió por completo cuando emprendí ese viaje. Lo emprendí pensando que en dos, tres semanas ya iba a estar acá, uh -huh. pero no era así. Uh -huh. No era así, era lo contrario. Mi vida cambió y en el transcurso del camino, así como te digo, sufrí bastante. Sufrí maltrato. Uh -huh. Eh, sufrí robos, sufrí de todo ¿Y por qué? Por querer llegar acá y cumplir mis sueños Las metas que yo tengo Y te digo que yo no tenía nada en mi país uh -huh. Nada Tuve que trabajar para estudiar Y sabes qué, lo mismo estoy haciendo acá Trabajar para estudiar ¿Sabes qué? Para ser una persona de bien Para poder salir adelante uh -huh. Es lo que te puedo decir de mi vida uh -huh. ¿Tienes una pregunta para ellos? Uh, una pregunta pues uh, la verdad eh, <risa> no <risa> ¿Qué te puedo decir? No la pregunta, sí. yeah. y cuánto no. tiempo tienes aquí en los Estados Unidos bueno ahorita este estuve un mes y siete días en Phoenix Arizona y con lo que llevo acá casi los nueve meses podría decirte y cómo para los tres cómo ha, ha sido tu experiencia con los abogados aquí Um, y no están aquí, eso pueden decir lo que quieren. <risa> ok. Eh, Whoever, yeah, doesn't matter. Yeah, that's okay. uh, en primer lugar, eh, pues ellos me, me dieron la mano cuando los necesité. Eh, me ayudaron con, con mi proceso uh -huh. de inmigración y todo para obtener mis documentos. Y gracias a Dios ya los tengo. Eh, más o menos fue una tardía de cinco meses, mm. lo que tuve que esperar. Y yo pensando que nunca iban a llegar. Y cuando fui a corte, pues todo bien. Me ayudaron, eh, me extendían ayuda, me hacían citas. Queremos hablar contigo para poder platicar eh, cómo estás, cómo vives. Eso. Y es, una, y, es, y es muy bueno. Y sabes que yo jamás los voy a olvidar. Mm. ¿Por qué? Porque me ayudaron. Me han ayudado bastante en, en, en este lugar. Eh, eh, pensando que llegando acá pensé que nadie me iba a poder ayudar mm. por mi situación mm -hmm. que yo estaba viviendo y la situación económica que tenía cuando llegué pero ellos me pudieron ayudar en todo y la verdad estoy muy agradecido con ellos mm. y eso jamás lo voy a olvidar mm. ¿y para ustedes? ya no tengo nada que decir ¿vale? yo no tengo nada que decir está bien uh, a mí también me ayudaron, me trataron bien y Did you have a question, Lisa? Thank you. What is that? What's next for each of you after this point, and where you know in the status of your case? Do you want to ask him? What is next for you? What is the next step? For example, you have just received your papers, but in the case of you two, in the two years, for example, what is the process? Um, yo estoy um, tratando de aprender inglés y así puedo seguir adelante. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. Bueno, como lo que sigue del asilo, no sé, me han dicho que solo en un año puedo solicitar este, residencia. Y eso es lo que voy a esperar por un largo tiempo, un año creo, y solo sacar eso, seguir así, este... No sé si podré estudiar después de los 18, a mí me han dicho que no, y no lo sé, creo que el siguiente paso es, no lo sé, seguir a la escuela, este, ir a la escuela y después de la escuela este, solicitar este, residencia, es, lo, es, es el segundo paso, uh -huh. es lo que me han dicho, es la residencia, y después sigue ¿qué? la ciudadanía, pero eso... Faltan cinco, sí, cinco mucho, años. Sí, pues. Mucho tiempo, pero no lo sé. ¿Y Jesús, qué sigue para ti? 
Pero me siguen muchas cosas. <risa> en serio. Bueno, en primer lugar, pues, eh, yendo a la escuela, aunque es muy difícil para mí porque no tengo a mi papá ni a mi mamá y a nadie que me pueda eh, proveer dinero. Entonces, lo que yo hice cuando ni bien llegué, dejé la escuela por un tiempo. Me puse a trabajar. Eh, junté un dinero, me metí a la escuela, fui a la escuela, estudié, estudié. Se me terminó el dinero. Eh, <risa> llegaron las vacaciones, volví a trabajar y todo. Y después retorné a la escuela nuevamente. Y ahora, eh, pues, donde trabajo, tengo un cargo de subchef. Y no te digo que no gano bien, gano bien. Y así puedo mantenerme y así puedo ir a la escuela. Y, y, y así aprendo inglés en el trabajo. Sí. Eh, y el segundo paso que es para mí, que ya tengo los documentos, es esperar a que me den el permiso para poder salir de los Estados Unidos. Para, para poder ir. Eh, regresar a, regresar sí. a mi país a visitar a mi familia sí, pues. y lo que estoy haciendo ahorita es ayudar a mi familia ayudarlos en lo que puedo uh -huh. y pues eh, como te digo pues eh, a mí a varias personas de Guatemala o de diferentes lugares me han llegado ¿cómo, cómo lo hiciste? pues ¿por qué no brindarles la ayuda? entonces yo a veces tengo las tarjetas de ellos, ah. de aquí, entonces se los doy, mira, platica con ellos, ellos te van a poder ayudar, y a mí me pudieron ayudar. Uh -huh. Entonces es lo que hago, ayudar a las demás personas para que puedan también, lo que yo he logrado, lo puedan lograr también. Porque nada es difícil, nada es imposible, todo es posible. Uh -huh. Es lo que te puedo decir. ¡Epa! Estamos, primo. Así es. ¡Epa! <risa> Uh, yeah. Y con eso creo que es un buen momento para terminar la conversación, pero um, yeah. yo estoy muy orgulloso de estar con ustedes y vamos a tener el concierto y va a ir muy bien. Yeah. ¿Vas ahí? ¿Any final thoughts? No puedo. ¿No Claro, claro. Es que como el chef no va a llegar hoy. Hoy salí a las seis y media, entré a las seis y media. Y vas a regresar de y nuevo. Bueno, yeah. Solo fui a la casa a dormir un rato. Vale, después fui al trabajo a traer dinero donde trabajo, fui a cobrar y me vine para acá. Por eso me retrasé un poco. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <ríe> y hoy entro como a las ocho. Sí, trabajamos duro. Entro amigo. a las ocho, salgo como vale. a las cinco de la mañana, seis. Damn. Y regreso a la escuela a las ocho y cuarto. ¿Dónde trabajas? Hasta en Fremont. ¿Qué es? Fremont. El lugar, el, el sí. restaurante, ¿cómo se llama? ¿Qué es? Uh, es un restaurante mexicano, se llama El Chavo. Okay. ¿Qué se llama? El Chavo. Sí. Yeah. Yeah. ¿24 horas? Eh, sí. Ah. Ya, yeah, 24 horas. Yes. Ánimos, hermano. Ya. Pa'lante, pa'lante. Pues así como les digo, todo es posible. Vale. Solo tienes que buscar la manera de cómo ver las cosas. Y buscar porque ese llegué, apoyo también. Ya, yeah, porque yo llegué de Dishwasher. Después me pasaron a cortar vegetales, uh -huh. vieron que si podía, aprendí rápido. Me pasaron a cortar lo que son todas las carnes, condimentar y todo. Ya sabía eso, entonces me, posa, me pusieron en la cocina. Uh -huh. eh, y sí, y aprendí y ahorita pues voy aprendiendo más. Yeah. Voy aprendiendo más. Cool. Bueno, en eso vamos a terminar esta conversación, pero vamos a seguir hablando y platicando. Yeah. Bueno, amigos, gracias. Thank you. Thanks, gracias, everybody. Thank you. This is the first uh, purely, this is like a very, like, Latino-Chicano podcast. We have in English, happen in Spanish. It's fun. All right, thanks, everybody. Thank you. <laughs>